Hey everybody, it's Maria here with Successfully Chaotic and somebody here today that I am super excited for you all to meet. Um, This is Luna and he is with Helping Our Planet Evolve. And all of you that have listened to me for a while now know that I kind of have my foot in both worlds that I, you know, totally all about the business and the marketing world and think that it's very much needed. But my passion is in the wellness world, sustainability and so much more. And Luna, I am so happy to have you here today. Would you say hi to everybody? Yeah, hi. Thank you so much for, for having me. I'm, I'm excited as well. I think it's going to be fun. Absolutely. So before we went on air, we were kind of talking a little bit about what you do, and I got super excited because I, I love this stuff. Um, you were mentioning to me that, you know, that evolution is kind of a big topic, but not the way that most people think about evolution. Can you kind of explain a little bit to our listeners a, a little bit about what you were saying about your idea of evolution? Yeah, well, uh, how I see evolution, uh, I mean, definition is just like, you know, changing to the, the changing environment, right? And going with the changes. And, um, you know, how evolution has gone, we used to be, the environment used to dictate our evolution, right? Our human evolution. But, you know, since, uh, you know, agricultural evolution and industrial evolution, right? Technology has kind of led us to uh, be niche creators. And now we're the ones that, dictate how the evolution of the world is going so it kind of like you know the tables have turned you know as some people have say and um you know when we did that flip of we're now the creators of niches and of the environment we didn't really you know we took the power but we didn't take the responsibility um so i think you know we need to obviously take the responsibility because as i'm sure most people are aware now you know climate change and global warming um is like on the precipice of you know, kind of driving us towards our next extinction, which is of us and like of everything, you know, and losing biodiversity. So we focus a lot on really taking responsibility, well, being aware of how we're evolving, uh, first of all, and taking responsibility for our, our own personal evolution, because if we're not aware that we are constantly changing and creating habits, um, we're kind of, well, we have a lot of self-destructive habits just personally, and I think the physical environment is just a representation of our inner environment, right? The, the pollution that's out in the world is because we live polluted lifestyles. And, you know, the, the desertification and just like the ecological destruction is just a reflection of our inner landscapes of our minds. So uh, we focus a lot on really being aware of what's going inside our minds and our bodies. Uh, and, you know, the change, the evolution, right, that's going inside of us. So we can, you know, we believe that by focusing on our personal evolution and being healthier, we really, that's all we really we need to do to make the planet healthier. Because, again, it's just a reflection. So by focusing on our personal well-being and health, just by turn of like ripple effect, we're going to help the planet, you know, evolve and its well-being and its health as well. So um, we focus a lot on, you know, personal evolution, you know, community evolution. And, you know, in turn, we think that if everybody focuses on this and takes responsibility, then, um, you know, we can just make our world a better place. You know, the, the place that we know we can build um, and not destroy. So that's kind of a long answer, but 
no, that's no, how, I, that's I how we it. see it. And <laughs> I love it. And I, you know, I, I'm very passionate about sustainability and I know, um, you know, kind of in my own world, a lot of my listeners already know this, that I've, you have a background in sustainable agriculture and organic farming and, um, you know, nutraceuticals and um, I'm an integrative nutritionist. So that is very much a part of who I am as a person. And again, my passion. And even when I'm working with people from a business standpoint, you're so right. A lot of times I go in there to help them with issues within their business. And as we start to kind of dig back, I'm always a big, I always have a big proponent of saying, you know, what is the why? Like, why is this happening? Why is this a problem? And so you kind of have to dig back, right? And research, like, why is it that you keep doing this within your business? And so that leads me back to, well, you're doing this in your personal life. So we kind of start to fix that. And then I figure out, well, you're doing this in your personal life because you've got all these health and wellness issues. And when I figure out you got those because you're eating like crap and you don't understand, you know, how your body works. So a lot of times it ends up taking me from getting called people within their nutrition. And, you know, that goes back to me teaching them about, a lot of what you're saying about, you know, the planet and, you know, about biodiversity and about the fact that, you know, our soil is so depleted of nutrients that most people are nutritionally starving. We have plenty of food in this country, but most people are starving because the the nutrition is not even in, even if you're eating healthy, you know, you're eating the fruits and the vegetables and all the things, a lot of those fruits and vegetables do not have the nutrient levels that they're supposed to have because the soil exactly. that they're growing yeah. in have been depleted. So, and it's, it's just a teaching. That, and I love that, you know, you mentioned earlier about, um, you, you mentioned the evolution by design. And I just, I love that kind of phrase because, you know, most people think of evolution, you know, you think about what you learned in school about evolution, but you're right on the fact that, you know, we are in charge of our own evolution at this point. Um, we can exactly. choose to kind of be the ostrich and stick our head in the sound and say, well, this doesn't happen <laughs> or this doesn't include yeah. and just kind of die around us. Or we can say, okay, well, yeah, we tried to go this, this faster, you know, way of farming and, you know, it's not against the farmers. I have some very, very close friends that are conventional farmers, but they've kind of backed themselves into a corner now that, you know, they're not getting paid what they deserve to get paid um, Mm -hmm. to be able to farm their land. And they're working hard and they're, you know, they're seeing um, all of the, the, the crops that they're growing aren't quite growing the same, even though they're using all of these, these chemicals that they were told would kind of fix the problem. It, you know, kind of fake fixed the problem for a while. (laughs) And then now they're having worse problems. And then we're also seeing all these kind of, byproduct problems of this too. So I love the idea. You mentioned that you are, you all are helping build community gardens. Um, Did you just like wake up one day and you're like, I want to build community gardens, or maybe this was a part of your everyday life forever? Well, uh, no, actually I, like we just started this year. So uh, our first community garden is uh, still uh, underway and it's like, you know, really just in its infancy, but I, um, so it's kind of long, like I was working, uh, in, in Denver with this, uh, like, uh, marketing company and it was, it's one of those like multi-level marketing and like direct marketing where you just go and like do direct sales. And we, um, we were working for a nonprofit and it was, it was called, um, stand for the silent, uh, you know, it's for like anti-bullying and suicide prevention, which is like a huge issue. Um, and that's kind of, that's kind of what introduced me to the, to the nonprofit world. I was in. Like I'm from Eagle Pass, where there's like a population of uh, 20,000. So there's like no nonprofits here. There's like really not much, which is why like I left, you know, just to see what's you know out there in the world. And you know that first, like I didn't know much about the nonprofit. We're doing the marketing for it, but I just saw how much 
like how much impact we were doing and not only bringing funds for the nonprofit, but how much work, like how much awareness we we're creating for it. And, uh, you know, I thought that was super cool. I was like, man, like a lot of people are, you know, being aware and like donated and, you know, that now this nonprofit is, I didn't know someone could just have a mission and like start a nonprofit and then go and like, you know, try to, um, you know, create a, a, a better world through their mission, right? Whatever it is, like in that case, it was, you know, bullying and suicide prevention. And then uh, I met a friend who had a, it's called Gardopia Gardens. They're from San Antonio. Um, and that's basically what he does. Like his mission or the mission of that nonprofit is to um, create sustainable communities or to create healthy communities through garden-based learning. So he goes to schools and he educates children on, you know, how to grow their own food and, you know, the importance of that. And you know, that's, that's kind of what inspired me. I was like, man, that's, that's like so cool. Like, I didn't know you could just have a mission and like, you know, just have people, you know, who support it, donate and, you know, also offer services and stuff like that. That would just support the mission. And I, I've always been big into health because my family, um, like my dad is diabetic. Uh, basically, on my dad's side is diabetic. I'm from this little border town is Eagle Pass, Texas. It's a border town with Mexico. So basically, it's like 97% like hispanic mexican so you know mexican food is really good yes, <laughs> but it's it not is. good it's for so you good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so just like seeing all of my family you know with like diabetes and overweight and you know anxiety he has like really bad anxiety too and i just started learning about nutrition and health and i studied psychology um but then i was like well it's hard to have a good mental state if it's you know if your body and your mind is not properly um doesn't have the proper nutrients in it right it's kind of like Absolutely. it's like you're just trying to run on coffee like forever right like doesn't it doesn't work <laughs> it's exactly. like the chemicals uh that you said you know with the uh, farming right like at first if you're just having a bunch of energy drinks you're probably going to have a lot of energy and feel great but you know it's not sustainable right and nope. you know eventually you're just going to end up uh, with so many more problems than the one you were trying to fix um so that's that's it's kind of like a combination of all of these things that you know, led me to, to start like a nonprofit and wanting to help, you know, my community. Cause again, like here in Eagle Pass, it's a very small town and there's not, there's not a lot of, you know, first everybody's about nutrition, right? So <laughs> there's not a lot of people who are like, even like trying to, to help uh, others, right? Because obviously it's understandable that, you know, when all you're doing is like trying to survive and like trying to feed your family, um, you really can't think about helping others. Right. So you know, I don't have kids. I don't have. And I think you find that in a lot of, cause I, I live in a small area too. And I think, uh-huh. you know, I, I've worked in the city, you know, I live outside of Cincinnati, but I live, um, you know, east of there quite far in the middle of nowhere with all the Amish. Yeah. <laughs> I love living in a small town, but, um, you do have a little bit different hurdles that you have to cross because, you know, if I'm speaking on, it's the same, whether it's in the business world, if I'm speaking on marketing and, you know, business growth in the city, it's going to be different than when I'm speaking, you know, to businesses here in my small town. And the, and the same can be said for if I'm speaking, you know, I do some um, nutrition speaking engagements too. It's way different. If I go up to Cincinnati and do it, they get yeah just to be able to get it and you know out here it's a little bit different because they've got a different mindset on it and a lot of them are not financially able or they feel like they're not financially able to be able to kind of change things and change how they're eating and you know and I love the idea of the community gardens because that's something I've kind of preached around here too and most people do garden around here but they don't a lot of them don't understand 
the difference between, you know, like permaculture and, you know, um, biodiversity and not using chemicals and how to do, how to control pests without using chemical, you know, they don't understand yeah. all those things. So that ends up being something that, you know, I can teach and teaching has been become a big part of what I do on my wellness side. I, I used to, you know, be a personal trainer on that side and I used to, you know, mainly just deal with people's nutrition and now it's become, um, something way more to where I've, in, I've combined it and my farm together and I'm not really farming to make a profit anymore. I'm not, yeah. you know, we're not selling the eggs. We're not selling, you know, products anymore. Now we're, you know, regrouping that to teach. And I think you hit the nail on the head of people have to have that passion and that drive and whether you're doing it as a business for profit or doing it as a nonprofit to just, you know, be supported by other like-minded people who also have that same passion. I think yeah. the need at the end is the same as you, we have to change the mindset that has been put in place that people think that they're kind of stuck in this place of, exactly. you know, feeling like they can't change, you know, that when I hear people say, well, I can't afford to eat organic. Well, you might not, grocery at the grocery store all the prepackaged organic stuff because yes that's higher the growing yeah. your own you know fruits and vegetables and such that's not higher you know what i mean exactly yeah it pays itself off exactly so yeah and that that's the idea and like um another thing that inspired me is just like knowing that uh it's crazy it was, it was like that multi-level marketing company and like everybody hates those but i really didn't like, again, I didn't know what it was when I went in, you know, just seemed like a regular company. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm grateful for that experience. I was there, like, um, like almost two years. And, like, I, I learned so much about, you know, the, the influence that you can have over others if you just believe in yourself. And, you know, that's something that really just changed my identity because I started – I've always had, like, a good attitude. Uh, I've never really, like, let stuff bother me. Um, and then, like, you know, I was doing really well in that, in that organization. Um, and then, you know, con with, like once your confidence is building, it's kind of like a snowball effect, you know, like you just feel more confident and more confident. And then people see that and it makes them feel confident in themselves. Right. And when you can like share that confidence with others, uh, I think that's something like that's like incredible. And I think that's something that can change the world. Right. When you when someone doesn't believe in themselves and then, you know, someone comes and like, hey, like you, you, you can do this. Right? I believe in you. And then like it's really just kind of like if, uh, you know, you have a candle that's lit. And they don't, and you all you gotta do is light their candle, and then once it's lit, you know it's it's basically you know it's lit right, and then they can go and light someone else's candle and I think that's kind of you know how we're you know going to change the world right It's just kind of educating yourself, empowering yourself uh you know as much as you can uh every day to be able to give that to others right and you know with health with nutrition with you know the organic farming with growing your own food. You know, with believing in yourself. Like, I started this uh, organization just by myself. Like, it was just an idea. And it was an idea for so long. And I was like, ah, no one's going to, you know, no one's going to believe in it. No one's going to want to help me. And then, you know, one day I was like, you know what? I, you know, I just need to tell as many people about it. You know, that's like where the marketing came in, right? What the, <laughs> that I learned there. Like, you know, and uh, there's going to be people that don't believe in it. But, you know, as, if you're preaching something that's good for, for you, for them, for everybody, then, you know, there's going to be people that believe in I came here back to Eagle Pass. I was living in Denver. You know, I moved back home. Uh, and, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that, right? Just put it, hey, you know, we're just trying to start some community gardens. I actually talked to the city about it, and they were, like, not really interested. Uh, but then a lot of people saw that I spoke, and then someone reached out to me, like, hey, I have a, a you know, pretty nice property. We could do it here. And then me and this guy are, like, best friends now, and we're starting it in, you know, his backyard, and he's having it open to the community. 
then so many other people are just joining and, you know, wanting to be a part of it. You know, we got a, a materials company donating materials like compost and mulch and removing, uh, like, all the grass and, like, bringing in their tractors and helping out. And it's really just, you know, if you have a message, like, whatever it is, if, it, if, it's, if it's towards a positive change, like, people, I used to be so scared, and I feel like a lot of people are scared just to put it out there because, you know, like, a ridicule or, you know, yeah. people say no and rejection and, um, you know, you just kind of have to do it. And, like, you know, the universe is going to attract to you what, what you need and, like, you know, what needs to be in your life for, for it to to happen but you know i think it just starts with with believing in yourself and you know believing in others as well because you know we're, we're all in this together and we all want we all want to be happy and we all want to be healthy and we just don't know how so you know we're just trying to teach people you know how and kind of be that that inspiration for others to you know to join us because i'm not even i'm still taking a gardening course right now i'm like halfway through i actually just like i love to read so i just picked a book that. and uh you know, I, I don't really, like, I worked with that nonprofit. I went to San Antonio to work with Gardopia Gardens. Uh, but it was really only, like, two months, and then the, you know, coronavirus hit. So I was doing the marketing for him, so I couldn't really do, like, the event-based marketing anymore. But, you know, that was, that was just enough. I was like, hey, what? I mean, another thing is, like, you don't have to know everything to be able to, you know, teach it, right? Because you learn as you go. And, uh, you know, it's, it's even funner, too, if you're like, oh, well, I didn't know. I didn't even know how to know that so let me go learn it right go get a book on it or take some courses or whatever so you know it's just one day at a time and it's just I think it just all starts with believing in yourself and believing like you know what change um you want to see right and trying to go act on it I agree and I think mindset is such an overlooked powerful tool that we have because you know you think about it if you mentioned that you didn't have a lot of experience when you first went into gardening well you know if you think about it when anybody started whatever it was the first time they didn't have experience either you know you think about these like you know these these people that you idolize but when the first day that they ever tried to do it they also were inexperienced so everybody starts somewhere and and I know it's harder when you're dealing with your own mindset to kind of take a step back and say okay yeah, I may not know as much as this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, but I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to kind of launch ugly. I'm a big, I say this all the time on here. People probably get tired of me saying it, but I am a big fan of launching ugly. Learn enough to be able to get the first day started. Launch it yeah. out there because you perfect <laughs> things as you go along, right? Exactly. And a lot of times, you know, books are great. I love books and I love taking courses and I love education, but there's nothing like learning as you go. Because you're going to learn so much as you're doing and everybody kind of pulls in information differently. So we're naturally going to pull in the information and fill in the gaps where we need it. So, you know, that's one thing I tell people all the time. I'm like, stop the negative mindset. Nobody is an expert at day one. And if they tell you they were, they are lying. (laughs) They're lying to you. They're probably lying to themselves because it doesn't (laughs) happen. You know, you perfect things as you go along. And I, I love that you've got like this whole team going already and you're super that your energy I'm, I'm a big believer and again you got the positive mindset and you're throwing it out there well I may not know everything about it right now but I've got the passion and I think this is a need and I'm willing to get my hands dirty and do the hard work and people are noticing that energy within you and they're gravitating towards it and you're starting it may be slowly, but you're starting to make those changes because you have that passion and people 
want to be a part of that. People, people, I, I see so many people that are just so complacent in their everyday life that they don't have yeah. that fire because a lot of them don't even really know what their passion is. They've never thought about it long enough because they've got that negative mindset that they're just kind of stuck wherever they are. And, you know, I'm a believer that nobody is stuck anywhere, you know, and even if you start slow, it doesn't matter if you have, you know, negative $3 in the bank, you can still start something and it may just be yeah. changing your mindset, but that costs $0, exactly, you know, yeah. and, and that's the best thing you start can do there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So when you started working with, um, you know, your team that you're, you said they are kind of helping you with some things. Yeah. Uh, did you notice that, were you kind of surprised? Did you notice that you were kind of like, oh, wow, this is actually working. <laughs> this is, yeah, you know. Yeah, this- yeah. No, absolutely. I, um, like I said, because at first I was like, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, put it out there. And, you know, I didn't really expect anybody to, like, reach out to me. And, um, like, as soon as I, I, you know, I just put out my Facebook on first. I'm like, hey, I'm going to talk to the city council about starting community gardens, you know, uh, this is like my organization or whatever. And, uh, you know, I've never, like, Facebook, I, I'm not really too active on it. Like, on average, I'll get, like, six likes. And then on that one, yeah. it got, like, uh, like 200 likes and, like, so many shares and all this stuff. And then people started reaching out to me. And that's when that guy, like, yes, reached out to me, like, hey, bro, this is super cool. I've been wanting to do that forever. I just, like, never did. Like, let me help you. And then one of the guys that actually, uh, the first person to, I guess, like, jump on the team was actually, like, a really big disbeliever. And he was like, bro, you're never going to do it. Like, it's, it's not going to happen. Like, people don't want that. Like, yeah. people don't want to be healthy and, uh, you know, people don't want to change. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, if you don't, you know, if you don't believe in it, you know, well, don't, you know, don't, you don't have to, to join yeah. right or whatever. But I was just, uh, I don't know, we had like, a pretty long conversation. And then I was just telling about, like, you know, the power of belief and, like, I don't, I don't even know how, how it was that, you know what, he's like, you know what, I'm gonna do it with you. Like, we're gonna do it together. Because he was all about, he was a very smart kid. Uh, he is a very smart kid. He's, he's like uh, 20. Um, but he, he's just like a, like a very pessimistic person. But I don't, I mean, I don't even, like, I never expected him. But he's, he's like, you know what, bro, I love what you're doing. Like, I want to help you. And he's just, you know, always there to get his hands dirty, like in the garden or like spreading information and like sharing. But um, I never you know, thought like it would, like you kind of don't know who's going to be on your team, right? And you don't get to pick your team. Yeah. Uh, it kind of chooses you, right? I guess. But, you know, there's been people that have reached out um, and just like, you know, they're not on the team, but they, they bring someone else. Like this one girl reached out. She's like, hey, my aunt is the director of the USDA in Texas. Uh, and she, and then she reached out to me, like, and she said, hey, like we, love what you're doing. Uh, I want you to apply for a grant that starts in January. Um, and, you know, so that's like, a, you know, a lot of funding that we can have, um, you know, just from sharing the message, right? And then just by, um, t- you know, just like putting it out there and putting it on the universe, right? Like you never know what's happening. You don't, the only thing we know that's happening is what we can see, but there's like mm-hmm. so many things happening out in the universe, you know, for our favor that, that you know, we cannot we cannot see right like the guy that reached out to me that wanted to donate the services and the supplies like the mulch and the compost um which you know obviously we need <laughs> uh we you know he just reached out and he told me he's like yeah i saw like my son tell me about what you're doing and you know we love it and you know that conversation was going on and i wasn't aware of that conversation right that his son saw our post and yeah. you know was telling his dad about it and you know like stuff happens without you knowing in your favor and 
you know, you just kind of have to like believe that, right? And it's hard to believe because you know it's like, you know, I only believe what I see. You know, that's, that's like the thing. But yeah. um, like I don't know. I just I just like like you said, mindset is huge, right? Once you believe that you can be a change, right? Like Steve Jobs says, right? The 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 people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that change the world. <laughs> so Absolutely. You kind of have to be a little crazy in that sense too. Because yeah. people will think you're crazy. Like my dad does he didn't he didn't yeah. believe in it. Like we have a we have a little uh what's it called? Like a like a little piece of land like in um like a three quarters of an acre and I was like, Dad, let me do it there. Let me do it there. He's like, no, nope, he didn't he didn't want me to do it, right? Like we have land. And I was like, Dad, we can make I was like, I can make it beautiful, right? Have some gardens, have some fruit trees. He's like, No, that's like you know, he, he thinks water is bad for him. So that's yeah. how bad, that's how like in the in that rabbit hole he is, you know, of, like And sometimes it takes time. Yeah, it takes time to kind of get people. I always tell people, you know, especially if I've got somebody coming to me on the nutrition side and they eat McDonald's three meals a day, you know, I can't put them on a vegan diet. You know, is that going to work? No, it's absolutely not going to work. You got to start where the food are planted and give small, tangible goals because, you know, humans just by design, a lot of us are very skeptical, right? You know, especially nowadays, if you feel like you're getting sold to at every angle and we're very skeptical nowadays about like, why should I do this? Why should I give my money, my attention, my, you know, time? Why should yeah. I care about this? And then it sounded like the, the guy you were mentioning earlier, the one that you said was very pessimistic. You know, a lot of times you never know from other people's perspective. Life is very perspective based. So sometimes yeah. people end up with that pessimistic attitude because life has literally dumped on them so many times that they feel yeah. like that's all that's ever going to happen. So everything <laughs> that comes about, they're going to look at it from a pessimistic view because it's almost like they're preparing themselves for the crap, right? Yeah. And even though I'm a big believer that chaos is a part of life. Chaos does not have to be negative. We look at it as negative, but I like to liken it to, I, I love to kayak. I don't know if you ever kayak. I guess you're in Texas. I people in Texas kayak. They're okay. Well, kayaking there's is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think of, I've, I've not been to Texas much, but I'm bigger. There's a lot of kayaking, but anyway, um, <laughs> kayaking is great. And there's, there's more than one way to kayak. And even on one kayaking trip, you know, you're going to hit smooth water where you're able to kind of sit back and relax and enjoy the sun and enjoy the air. And, you know, really, you know, take a, take a drink and, you know, really just be in the moment, experience the moment. But then you're going to have other times where you're hitting rough rapids and (laughs) you're just trying not to capsize. You can't think about the sun. You're not thinking of the air. You're not looking at the pretty trees. You're just trying not to tip over your kayak. And that is how life is. You know, life is those moments, but you know, it's funny that when I choose kayaking trips, I purposely choose the ones that's not just straight and flat the whole time. Because yeah. even though I love to experience it, I also am the type of person that get bo- gets bored if it's too easy, right? We want yeah. some challenge. We, you know, even though in the moment, you know, you're just trying not to drown, you know, yeah. you don't think about that as a good thing. Afterward, when you choose another trip, you're going to choose the bumpy ride. You know, people like yeah. roller coasters for a reason, you know, it's, it's, we, Think about chaos in this negative light, but in reality, chaos is a catalyst to so many things that I think if you expect that chaos is going to happen and, you know, depending on your life, your brand of chaos, your flavor of chaos is going to be a little bit different. Yeah. no chaos. And if we know and expect it's going to happen and we, you know, use our mindset and mentally prepare ourselves. You were mentioning that you all, um, that your goals are, um, involve a compost service. So is that something yeah, you're doing currently? 
Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, well, um, actually, today is going to be the first day we're going to, um, you know, how, like you said, I feel like chaos is just like, just going back to that. I feel like it's like another word for surprise, you know? Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and like you said, like life kind of gets boring um, when you don't know, when you know, like what's going to happen all the time, right? Like if you know what's going to happen in a movie, you're not going to watch the movie, right? Because you already know what's going to happen, right? But when you, you know, the best movies are the ones where you don't know what's going to happen next, in my opinion. And I feel like that's what, like, that chaos is, right? So, um, yeah, we're, we're about to start our service today. And we're going to, you know, we're just going to go door to door and see, you know, who wants to sign up. But we, like, composting, I think it's what every single person on earth should be doing because it's, it's a natural way uh, of earth, right? It's really just following the cycles of life and, like, the cycle of energy or the cycle of carbon. Um, because, like, how we were uh, saying, I think we are talking about before, start the part test but you know organic is not really the new way of doing it it's uh it's the old way of doing it right because the other Absolutely. word for organic is natural right mm-hmm. it's the natural way of doing it it's following uh the laws of nature right and using no chemicals right because when when a plant uh i'm sure you know this when a plant is grown in you know soil that is nutrient dense you know that comes from compost that is organic that plant doesn't need any pesticides or any herbicides because it is properly, um, it has the nutrition uh, to where it can develop its own immunity and it can fight off pests on its own or it can fight off, um, or, you know, any weeds were not going to grow on that soil because it's not the proper environment for them, right? And, you know, it's the same thing for us when, you know, when we have been eating right, you know, all the greens and like uh, we have a nutritious diet, you know, our immunity is just going to be way higher and any disease that comes, you know, whether it's the flu or, um, you know, even like coronavirus, you know, there's some people that are more susceptible to it. You know, when you have your immunity system up, obviously you're able to better fight all of these viruses and all these bacteria and stuff. So it's the same thing with plants. When they come, when they're being grown in soil that comes from compost, right? So basically all of your food scraps, you know, all of the, you know, strawberries that go bad that you don't get to eat you know when you when you make that into soil you basically just throw it out in your backyard or you know there's many methods right but just the easiest way would just have would be just to have a little space in your backyard where you're throwing all the food scraps and you know all the bacteria in the soil are going to decomp um to uh i'm sorry that's where i just compost your right and uh decompose uh, the nutrients and the fiber and everything that's uh, in the food, right? So all of these bacteria, and I think that's something that, that we want to change too, right? We see bacteria as bad, right? And we see, you know, all of the, we see dirt as bad and we see dirty as bad, but yeah. at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's a part of life and we actually have way more bacteria in our body than we do cells. <laughs> so, yeah. and uh, there's good think- bacteria and there's bad bacteria. And that's what I try to tell people all the time. I'm like, if you're eating in a set, such a way that you're killing your good bacteria, you're laying the perfect foundation for all the bad bacteria. And that's what we want to avoid. Right. And I like you mentioned, you mentioned about weeds. I love, it's funny because I'll be in the car with people that I know and um, that I'll be like, Oh, that, that field needs nitrogen, you know? And they'll be like, how do you know that? I'm like, you can tell the weeds, weeds tell a story. And if a weed is growing there, it's literally telling you what that soil is lacking. So instead of spraying the weeds with, you know, Roundup or whatever else, 
if we was to look at it like it's telling us, it's a, it's a signal that the, the earth is communicating, hey, I need this so bad. And the same thing with our body. Yeah. You know, people will come to me, they'll say, well, I have migraine headaches. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's figure out the why. Because I'm a big believer in let's the why. Because I dig back the the agricultural world, whatever, I'm the why. So yeah. why? Because, you know, you do not have a headache because of your lack of uh, ibuprofen, right? It's not like your body's <laughs> like, I need ibuprofen so bad. Now I'm trying to tell you that with my headache. No, your yeah. body is trying to tell you that there's something going on in your system that that's its warning light, you know? So that's exactly. the way it's saying, Hey, there's something going on in here and you need to pay attention. And most of the time it's something simple, you know, most of the time yeah. it's like dehydration or, you know, something, but you know, a lot of times we'll be like, Oh, you I got a headache. And we, yeah. yeah, they pop, they pop the ibuprofen because, you know, we are so much, and you mentioned this earlier before we went on air, the society is so much instant gratification that we're not taking that time to say, okay, why do I have this headache? Or, why yeah. is my garden ending up with a bunch of weeds or, you know, what, you know, the why? Yeah. It's, it's just, uh, I think we, we have this um, narrative and like this story in our head that's like constantly being repeated uh, with everything, like with movies, with, you know, media. And it's every problem has a bad guy. And the solution to that problem is to kill the bad guy or yeah. to put him in jail or yeah. to exile him. Right. And yeah. that's, that's the story. Um, the narrative that we hold towards everything, right? Like you said, I have a headache. That's the bad guy. How do I kill that bad guy headache, right? Oh, yeah. ibuprofen instead yeah. of... Instead of uh, I was but, a bad guy and I haven't drank water all day. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? We're always the bad guy in our own story, right? We're the, yeah. we're the good guy and the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a saying, right? When, you know, when the flower doesn't grow, you don't fix the flower, you fix the environment, right? You fix the soil. Absolutely. And I believe, you know, everything is a, is a reflection, right, from micro to macro, right, from mm-hmm. the smallest thing to the biggest thing, right? The, again, like, the, you know, we're unhealthy and we have all these bodily diseases and that just reflects in our environment and, you know, in our, you know, global warming, right, which isn't really global warming. It's just us being unhealthy and not following the laws of nature, right? Yeah. So with, I think composting is, like, the biggest thing we can do to fix our environment and fix our own health. Uh, because when we, you know, when we not composting, what most people are doing, um, you know, 30, 40% of the trash is food. It goes to the landfill and all of the, you know, everything that's mostly carbon based, you know, everything has carbon, nitrogen, uh, you know, oxygen and hydrogen. Right. So when all of that goes to the landfills, the, the carbon, and uh, all of the other nutrients in there don't have anywhere to go because they're not being soaked up by the soil. So the only place there is to go is up, right? So they go to the atmosphere, Absolutely. you know, which creates those methane gases and, you know, greenhouse gases, which is contributing to global warming, right? And, you know, there's, there's no study, right? But there's a, there's a very famous very, or very looked up to organic farmer in Texas, Malcolm Beck. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's like the father of organic farming in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, you know, you know, again, this is a guess, it's like no study, but he says, I bet if we were to measure, you know, the, the carbon that's missing from the soil and measure the carbon that's uh, in the atmosphere, it would be pretty close, right? Um, and because when, again, like the, the earth has its own immunity system, right? When you burn down a forest, it builds right back up, right? Obviously slowly, but it, it does, it doesn't stay burned forever. And when... Uh, we, we're not composting, like, even if we have, like, we don't have, I don't really believe that we have to, everybody have electrical cars, you know, in order to 
uh, reduce like the emissions, right? Because mm-hmm. the planet has a has a natural immunity where if it were just healthy, it would be able to offset, you know, all of the carbon that we're putting in from driving uh, because it would be healthy and it would have healthy soil, right? But it all starts with the microbes, you know, in the earth, right? Like in one little spoonful, uh, there's like 6 billion living organisms, right? And just a little spoon of, of healthy soil, right? And there's like, there's 7 billion humans, right? So that just tells you, like there's much more life in the soil uh, than there is above the soil. And the life above the soil depends on the life that's, you know, un- underground, right? So, and it's an easy, yeah. sustainable solution. You know, I mean, and I agree yeah. 100% with what you're saying. And, you know, again, sometimes people think, oh, my gosh, you know, global warming or, you know, poison in the environment and all these problems, you know, I don't know what to do, so I do nothing. Well, it's yeah. great that you're just saying, you know what? just start with compost. You know, that's great. We can fix the world problems later, but let's start with one sustainable action that everybody can do. Every single person can do that. And, you know, that creates the butterfly effect, right? And it it creates great um, changes within, you know, the environment, within the ecosystem, within, you know, individuals and it, exactly. that it can be a catalyst to bigger change and more change. So a lot of times we're looking at these huge problems and going, well, what can I do? I don't, I don't know what to do about that, you know, but really it's just this baby step. It's, you know, like when I'm working with clients on nutrition, you know, I don't give them this unattainable list to start with. I start yeah. with how much water are you drinking? And when they say I'm drinking like the water that's in my diet, Pepsi every day, then I know that that's a good sustainable step is, you know, I can't put them, if you start with a big unattainable goal and they don't reach it, they feel failure from that. And then they typically quit because they think I can't do this. But if you give them small measurable goals, like just compost and we will help you, (laughs) you know, if you start just with that, I love that. Um, Tell everybody if they are interested more about kind of your composting service or, you know, um, donating or just getting involved, even if they're not in Texas, uh, you know, do they have a way to do that? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Well, our website is uh, helpingourplanetevolve.org and uh, all of our social medias are helping our planet evolve. If you just type that up, you know, we'll, pop up and um you know we started a youtube channel where you know like you said we want to teach people that you can like by focusing on your own personal health right everything affects everything else right healing at any level is healing at every level right so uh like you said like if there's a family and one only one person starts you know drinking more water then everybody else is going to be like what should we drink more water too like probably right (laughs) So, you know, that's going to contribute to, you know, everybody being more hydrated after that, like, you know, maybe eating out less. A lot of times they'll see the positive effects of that person making that change. And, and, you know, a lot of times they'll be like, oh, look, I mean, they've got so much more energy. They've lost some weight. They, their skin is just glowing and I want to drink water too. You know, a lot of times they'll see (laughs) same thing. So when this airs, um, listeners, you can go to the notes in our episode and I will have the link to, uh, Luna's, uh, business, his nonprofit business, and you can find out how to get involved and kind of follow the things he's, he's doing there. And I am so happy that I had you on today. I, as you can tell, this is a subject that I'm super passionate about. I get, yeah. pumped. I get super pumped about that. Um, I'm all about just changing the world one little step at a time and sustainability. And I just love that. So, 
um, if you're interested in getting involved with, you know, helping our planet evolve, then you can follow the link that's in the show notes. And thank you so much for being on. And we'll, we'll keep in touch. I like to keep in touch with our, with our guests that we have on to find out what you're doing in the future. And, you yeah. know, if you have anything new that's coming up, make sure you let us know and we'll let our listeners know. And I enjoyed having yeah, you course. on. That would be great. Yeah, no, thank you so much, Maria. I really had fun. Stay exclamated. LA Times, I stay on page six. I'm even.